Uh, we do have Scott Drew. Scott, uh, I'm, I'm glad to have you on. Were you in the portal? Were you looking in the portal? I, I, that's what I told our audience, that you might have been running a couple minutes late because you are adding to this roster, which has seen a lot of change. I do not recall any more, uh, any more roster management that you've had to do in the 20 years we've known each other. Well, I think I think we just uh, uh, tried to set a record this year, and uh, it, hopefully, it's something we don't beat for a while. And that is because um, we've we've been so consistent in the past with having uh, uh, players come, spend time, graduate. But now, uh, players leaving early for the NBA portal, uh, everything it does change things. But uh, one thing our staff's always done is we've always adjusted, adapted. We'll continue to do the same. And at the end of the day. Uh, I know uh, the Baylor family going to be really uh, excited with uh, what we finish with and uh, who's representing uh, our great university this year. So um, it, it's tough nowadays, too, because, you know, the NBA deadline just was on the 31st. So basically mm-hmm. all those players that were in there that are now in the portal, um, you're right, you've been recruiting all day, been recruiting every day since season ended. But uh, I think in the, the next two weeks, pretty much all the rosters should be more stabilized and, and people will know exactly who's with who and where they're at and uh, what to expect in the in the year to come. Any thought with Jalen Bridges uh, deciding to stay? There's also thought that he could end up in Australia. Um, do you kind of have a timetable for when Jalen might let you know because obviously maybe that could influence additional moves you might want to make. And I know you want to be respectful of the process, but also obviously everybody would love Jalen to return. How do you kind of manage that, being supportive of players while also knowing you got to have your roster together and you can't be leaving holes out there uh, you know, by, by waiting uh, around forever? Uh, and that that's why the 31st is so tough because yeah. uh you 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 definitely want great players and great people to come back and spend another year representing your university and you spend another year coaching them at the same time a coach's job is to help players reach their goals and dreams and if that is uh the NBA which the players we coach it is um and they have that opportunity you want to support them and and help them uh, have that opportunity. So really it's a, it's a, it, you're left in limbo and it's a, a fact gathering information based decision usually. And you just try to help uh, your players as much as you can with that information. And then obviously their agents do the same. And at the end of the day, they weigh that and then make a decision. And then you have to have your alternative plans, your backup plans and everything else ready to go. And uh, like with, uh, uh, um, bittersweet with Adam because we'd love to have him back, but excited mm-hmm. for him to have an opportunity to uh, reach his goals and dreams. And same with Jalen uh, right now. Uh, uh, um, we'd love to coach him. We'd love to have him back. We'd love to have him finish his degree at the same time. Uh, uh, we, we need to support him and, and uh, uh, help him gather whatever he needs to make a decision that's best for him and his family. Uh, hopefully he'll, uh, we'll know something with him sooner rather than later in the next week or so. And uh, same thing with uh, uh, other guys that we are we are uh, uh, still recruiting because 
uh, summer school is, is taking place at most places. And that means we can work out with our guys and you want to have your team together so they can spend time bonding, especially with so much turnover nowadays. All right. And what, by the way, what is this Australian future thing that's going on? I know players sometimes go straight from high school over there, but this this is new to some of us that there's some avenue where college players could then end up over there for a year or whatever before trying to go in the NBA. Scott, is that relatively new or has that been in place and we just hadn't some of us haven't uh, uh, noticed that that's what's happening? Yeah, it, it, it's an avenue that not as many people pursue or take, but it definitely uh, is an avenue. And that's that's again, uh, I mean, it's a tribute to to basketball how it's grown worldwide and how many different places play it and uh, uh, different opportunities there are for young people out there. So um, uh, that that's that's definitely uh, something that's been around, and uh, some players have gone, just not a big majority normally uh on the 31st it's 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 the nba or back to college but uh again uh jaylen's going to weigh out what's best for him and his family and we're praying it's back at baylor university i hope so too now uh scott drew joined the matt mosley show espn central texas what about ray J? I mean you know i'm, I'm sure you kind of reached out and touched base with him right when he went in the portal great player out of the mac but you didn't know who was coming back. I mean, some of that stuff was up in the air, uh, and he was looking at the NBA. What what first led you to reach out to Ray J, and, like, why do you think he would be a good fit, other than the fact the guy scores nearly 20 points a game and was an g- unbelievable player in the MAC? But what makes him a really good fit uh, for your program? Well, I think uh, uh, he has some some characteristics that uh, uh, we really look for, and people that have played here um, have have had and excelled with, and um, that starts with somebody that's a, a great teammate and a great worker. I mean, he spends a lot of time in the gym and has gotten a lot better. Um, someone that's more of a late bloomer and. Uh, um, is somebody that uh, the MAC conference has had a ton of uh, great teams and players over the years, and to be MAC MVP and to win conference for his, his school, he's done a great job. But is uh, the other thing is you, you look at uh, assist turnover ratio: two hundred nine assists, seventy one turnovers. I mean that's a three to one ratio, and does a great job getting teammate shots. He's really improved his three point shooting to thirty six percent. From the he, he, he scores, you said twenty points a game, and that's accurate. But when you shoot fifty-two percent, you're efficient doing it, and that's really important. Uh, gets to the free throw line uh, at a good rate, um, and somebody that uh, uh, players want to play with because uh, he's a great he's a great teammate, and uh, people enjoy being around him. So uh, that sounds like a Baylor player to us. Someone that lives in the gym, great teammate, high character, great family. Really excited to work with them, and I know uh, uh, the Baylor family is going to love watching. What, what about the defense? Um, you bring in Jaden Nunn as well from VCU. I don't think we've gotten to talk about him. Um, you wanted to get this defense back where Baylor basketball is used to playing defense. What, what about this group of guards? And obviously you got some great front court players too. What, why do you think maybe this group will be able to kind of get you back to where we expect Baylor basketball to be from a defensive uh, standpoint. 
Well, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, in the portal, you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, a much better defender uh, than Jaden Nunn. So he's somebody that uh, uh, has, has athleticism, length, wingspan, foot quickness, but he also has got a toughness and a heart to play defense, very similar to uh, your Davion, your uh, Mark Vitals, like uh, uh, guys that really thrive in that uh, role. And he's somebody who's shot 40% from three, so um, he's not somebody that uh, is not efficient on the offensive end. He just uh, uh, didn't have as many attempts uh, with their team, uh, but somebody that's efficient on the offensive end and defensively is an all-conference type defender. And um, last year, defensively, uh, that was an area where uh, we we weren't what we normally have been in the last few years. And uh, hopefully, uh, um, it always as a head coach, you always take the responsibility upon yourself. Hopefully, uh, I do a better job in putting our guys in position to be successful and. Uh, then with the uh, the players we brought in, hopefully uh, uh, they're able to uh, learn what we do defensively. And, and with the size length, that always does play come into play. And um, I think we've improved some of those areas. And we'll finish out recruiting and then know exactly what we have. But I think uh, everyone's going to be excited with uh, um, the potential we have on the defensive end this year. Did you see Davion's new tattoo? Davion Mitchell, Sacramento Kings, put that out the other day. I know you've been busy in the portal uh, and having to do a lot of things. Did you get a look at the tattoo? It, it's a very Baylor-intensive tattoo. I think it's probably the best tattoo I've seen in uh, uh, the last few years. So uh, <laughs> great great look and uh, just love that uh, uh, he uh, cares about Baylor that much that he would want that. So uh, um Definitely impressive uh, uh, piece of art there. Did you think about a national title tattoo you got mostly on your chest? Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. Did you ever, (laughs) did anybody, did you ever consider a tattoo when you were in college or even after that national title? I mean, nobody would have blamed you for maybe getting a little tattoo of the the championship trophy or something on your ankle or maybe a back tattoo. Hey, hey, never, never say never, but, uh, uh, I'm one of those guys. I I, I don't like that kind of pain, man. <laughs> Davion's a tough guy to endure all that. <laughs> that was a lot of art, wasn't it? I mean, that was very intricate. Um, all the uh, all the art. Boy, Ray J. Dennis, by the way, being from Chicago, I bet when John Jacobs found that out, I mean, that was. I bet Jacobs was in your office in a heartbeat. I mean, anything that has to do with Chicago. Jacus gets very excited about that's a that is a great place for basketball. But did did John's ears perk up a little bit on that deal? Uh, uh, Coach Jacus, he does love his Chicago. A lot of shy town in him. Uh, Jason Smith, a huge uh, uh, Chicago guy too. So uh, definitely, and and I tell you what, if you've ever eaten up there, I mean they got they got some great restaurants. But uh, uh, I can tell you that uh, uh, basketball wise, they've had their fair share. Of good players in uh, in in the 90s. If you weren't a Bulls fan, you probably weren't watching basketball. So um, uh, again, Ray, Ray J, somebody that's played great competition all throughout high school, college, and somebody uh, uh, excited to to have that opportunity to do that at uh, Baylor University now, and we can't wait. It sounds like you're going to do something else in the portal here, or you're at least open to it. 
Um, is that, I mean, is that the read I'm getting? Now, again, you'd love Jalen Bridges to return, but I'm getting the sense you're not finished here with the way you're sounding and talking. You already have a lot of talented players on the roster, but there, there could be an addition. Is that, is that the read I'm getting? Well, if it's if it's the right players, we're uh, you get 13 scholarships, so we definitely have room left. Um, we won't add somebody to add somebody. We would only add someone if it makes our team uh, uh, a better team and gives us a chance to reach a better chance to reach our goals and dreams. So we are really selective. Uh, I remember uh, for the longest time um, we never had 13 scholarship players, uh, and and I. My guess is we wouldn't be there this year, um, but uh, I don't see us being being done if we get the right uh, individual for our program. With De- with Dale and LJ leaving, that's that's surprising for your team. Y'all just have not had players leave. I guess that's a sign of the times. It's the movement. It's the NIL. It's all everything, but that's that is very unusual for you. Is that just a sign of this is basketball and we have to adjust to this, um, or was that those special instances? Because obviously you thought the world of both of those players. It's just usually y'all don't lose someone you don't want to lose. Yeah, uh, that's that's been one of our main strengths to our program is the consistency, continuity, and. Uh, um, it's it's something that that me and our staff have uh, personally had to get used to. Is just this is this is more the climate and what's going to be because uh, we, we that's not something that we're 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 used to um, now with with uh, uh, players when they graduate uh, that that's a little bit different from the standpoint they have a degree and you feel great that they got a Baylor degree. Um, players that leave before they get a Baylor degree, that's a little harder for us because we know the ball's going to stop bouncing. We know what a Baylor degree can do for them life after basketball, and we want them to be successful uh, uh, throughout their life. So um, obviously you feel a little different when someone uh, leaves and they have a Baylor degree versus when they're close to having one but don't get one. Um at the end of the day, but that that's that's the culture you look at across college athletics, and doesn't matter what school people uh, uh, tend to. Uh, uh, it, it, grass is always greener on the other side until you get to the other side. Then then you find out it's not always that case. Are are we are is Baylor doing pretty well? You feel like in the NIL space, um, you know, I mean. Do we need like people like Ashley Hodge to step up their giving, Scott? Would that be nice? Do we? Do we? Uh, but I mean, but, but do, is is the are the Bears up to speed with where they need to be? And and do you feel pretty competitive in that NIL space? Well, I, I, one thing uh, I love is uh, our, our university always does a great job in making sure we're not putting student athletes in harm's way when NIL. Uh, got passed. We wanted to make sure it was done the right way. And um, since that time, uh, uh, Mac Rhodes and the university has done a great job in uh, putting uh, safeguards and guardrails in place, but at the same time, making sure we are competitive and making sure our student athletes uh, have, an, have an opportunity to uh, be rewarded for their name, image, and likeness. So uh, 
can can you always uh, uh, have more, bigger, better, whatever? I think everybody would always take an extra scoop of ice cream for dessert. But uh, at the end of the day, we're 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 doing really well, uh, uh, thanks to uh, uh, the leadership of Mac and uh, President Lynn, Livingstone and just uh, everyone uh, in the Baylor family. So uh, we're we've been uh, uh, the winningest uh, college program in men's and women's basketball and in football. Uh, now for over 10 plus years. And I see uh, a lot of success continuing across the board uh, for Baylor athletics uh, because of the leadership we have at our institution. All right. And then Eve Missy, I wanted to ask you about him reclassifying going to be in this 2023 class. I mean, that class was already a great one with Miro and Jacoby Walter, the best shooting guard in the country. Um, That just makes that class Scott, I've seen – I'm trying to remember if the re-rankings, it may be like number four or five in the country. At least it's a top ten recruiting class in the country. What does Eve give you? I mean, obviously, you you got to have time for these players to mature. Is he someone who can, with his size and athleticism, as a shot blocker, rim runner, can you get some help from him immediately is this a guy you want to kind of ease into the action where 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 do you uh, see him as he arrives on campus uh someone with a lot of potential a lot of ability uh again freshmen have it tougher than they've ever had it because it used to be a freshman came in and they competed against sophomores juniors seniors an occasional fifth-year player but nowadays they come in and they're they're competing against a lot of fourth year a lot of fifth year and occasional six-year guys. So, uh, as I like to say, an 18-year-old comes in. When was the last time um, someone was 12 or 13 years old beat you? And that's virtually what our guys face when they come in as freshmen and all freshmen across the country because there are 24-year-olds in college and there's 25-year-olds in college. And that isn't the, the eclipse or the exception, but that that's that's more the rule meaning most teams have older players rather than younger players and when we gave the extra covid year that was probably uh, it, it was a blessing for those that got another year and it was also uh, they always say a blessing and a curse there's a lot of uh, uh, high school uh, student athletes that haven't gotten scholarships because of it in uh, uh, recent time all right and then um one guard that we weren't mentioning today that's still with you Dantuan Grimes was able to redshirt last year I mean this this guard this group of guards especially with your two freshmen Ray J Nunn, your defensive stopper we'll call him uh Langston who was one of the top recruits in the country and then Grimes is a guy who flies under the radar a little bit but as I recall from that uh, watching him in that one tournament um kind of thick, can defend, obviously has the ability to get to the rim. Uh, how's he coming along? Uh, he's doing great. In fact, he's uh, working out right now in the gym and somebody that uh, uh, loves to be in the gym, loves to get better. And uh, uh, iron sharpens iron. So that's, that's uh, uh, at the end of the day, if you're around guys that uh, love to be in the gym, love to work, uh, make you better, that's how you get better. And it's, 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 it's not a, a sprint. It's a marathon. And, again, guys that uh, want to have a chance to play professionally and make a living doing this game, um, each and every day they just got to get better. And uh, Dan Swan's one of those guys that uh, is, is working hard each and every day and 
uh, excited to uh, have an opportunity to show the Baylor uh, uh, family what he's uh, been able to learn, progress, improve in, um, but somebody that, uh, uh, like all our players, talented, hardworking, and someone's got a lot of t- a lot of ability. All right, last thing I had for you, that uh, first game against Auburn gets announced November 7th, I believe, at the Pentagon. Uh, you all had a good performance there against Gonzaga. That's kind of a neat facility. I think you enjoyed that experience. What did you think about uh, of that announcement and, and uh, kind of a fun way to, to open the season? Well, it, it, I, last year was an uh, unbelievable game. Tickets sold out in six or seven minutes. Uh, we won that game at the buzzer. Uh, they did an unbelievable job of making a special uh, environment for our players. Um, banners on the wall of our team, uh, of our players. Uh, a lot of things in the locker room for our guys. So, I mean, uh, they really enjoyed being up there, and we thought no better way to kick off the year than start right back up there. So, uh, Auburn's uh, Final Four team in recent history, and Coach Pearl's a great coach. So, uh, right out the gates, you find out where you got to improve and what you got to get better in. All right. It'll only be in like the 20s at that point, right? It'll be kind of nice and balmy, probably high 20s. Uh, low thirties as you yeah, get we're, there. We're getting to... out of there before December for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, keep us posted. Exciting news coming out of the portal and uh, more to come. And uh, congratulations on Ray J and um, coach really, uh, really appreciate the time and, and uh, great to catch up with you. Congrats to you. I mean, you, your, your daughter helped uh uh, win a state title, so that's big time. I know you're proud about that, and uh, uh, we're putting you in charge of recruiting in your area. So get it done. Yeah, no pressure at all. I've felt I've felt some of that from other staff members. Okay, so y'all need to knock that off. But that would be a very happy day for all of us. All right, Scott. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Uh, all right, there he goes, Scott Drew. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas.